Hi everyone, this is Jasaliza. Welcome to this episode of the Miss M podcast. It's fantastic to have you here listening to this episode. Today I'm going to talk about a CV that you can learn about today. And I'm going to give you my opinion because I think it's quite an important topic to talk about. If you want to know about that, don't forget to listen carefully. Enjoy! applying for certain position, you may be required to submit a curriculum vitae. A curriculum vitae or CV includes more information including details of your education and academic achievements, research, publication, awards, affiliation, and more. A curriculum vitae or CV provides a summary of your experience, academic background, including teaching experience, degrees, research, awards, publication, presentation, and other achievement, skills, and credentials. Credential. There are no official rules for what to include a CV, given that there are standard documents in so many places. This is somewhat surprising. It also makes your job a little bit harder, since you must use your judgment on which sections are most relevant. Hopefully, the advice in this podcast will help people to land their dream jobs. The biggest mistakes that job seekers make is failing to research their target roles before they writing their CV. If you don't know what skills and knowledge your potential employers are looking for, it will be difficult to write a CV that impresses them. So before you start writing your CV, you need to hit the job boards and browse through lots of relevant job adverts in your industry. Take note of the candidate requirements that keep appearing and make a list of them. Focus on hard skills such as industry-specific skills, IT system knowledge, language, and qualifications. Don't worry too much about soft skills like communication, teamwork, and problem solving. Soft skills are great to have, but they apply to most jobs. So you need to focus on hard skills in your CV. Once you have a list of the most in-demand skills and knowledge for your target roles, you know exactly what to focus your CV around. This preparation will make the task of writing it's much easier for you. The structure and format of your CV will define its overall outlook and determine how the document will be read. Your CV should look flawlessly professional and should be easy for busy recruiters to navigate and find the information they need. Firstly, you should use a word processing program like Microsoft Word or Google Docs to create your CV. They are very easy to use and are the globally recognized format for CVs across all industries. Here's an overview of how to format your CV. Keep the format simple by sticking to a clean and crisp font that can be easily read. The color scheme should be basic black text on a white background is best. Don't be tempted to use fancy font and wacky color scheme in a bit to stand out. 
This will look unprofessional and could make the CV difficult to read. Just remember that recruiters and hiring managers sometimes see hundreds of CV a day, so try to keep it concise if you want to hold their attention. Use both headings to divide the sections of your CV. This will help recruiters to navigate it when skin reading. Once you have a format for your CV, you need to structure it in a way that draws attention to your most valuable skills and create a pleasant reading experience. This is a brief overview of how to structure your CV before we delve into the details of each section. Your name and contact details should sit at the very top of your CV so that requirements can easily see how to contact you. Your CV profile or personal statement is a brief introductory paragraph that summarizes your abilities and aims to grab requirements' attention when the CV is first opened. A bullet point list of your most relevant skills provides a snapshot of your offering as a candidate. Your work experience should be listed in reverse chronological order to showcase your ability to apply your skills in a workplace. Your education should be listed near the bottom of your CV. Hobbies and interests are an optional section and can be added to the bottom of your CV if you think they will add any value to your application. Now, how to write them? You don't want your contact details to be missed, so place them at the very top of your CV underneath your name. You can also add a professional title next to your name to set the tone of the CV for anything from management accountant to the chemistry graduate. Ideally, it should relate to the roles you are applying for. The only contact details you need to include are your email address. Just make sure it's a professional-looking one with no nicknames, your phone numbers, and your location. You don't need to include your full address, date of birth, marital status, or a photo of yourself. None of these things will have any effect on a hiring decision and they will waste valuable space. Your CV profile or personal statement, as it also known, is the first proper content section of your CV. It is an introductory paragraph that summarizes your skills, experience, and knowledge, and its purpose are to catch recruiters' eyes when they open your CV, excite them, and encourage them to read the rest of your CV. It should give readers a nice overview of your industry-specific skills types of companies you work for, qualification, and the benefit you deliver for an employer. To write a successful CV profile, you should keep it short and sharp. Underneath your profile, add a bullet-pointed list of core skills and your most valuable attributes. Keep the points under three words ideally so that they jump off the page and create a snapshot of your offerings, which can be digested in second by busy recruiters and hiring managers. It's a great tool for making sure readers stick to your CV and don't skip it past. Again, this point should be heavily tailored towards your target roles including things like 
role-specific skills, qualification, market or industry knowledge, language, and IT skill. They can be also quickly edited if you need to tweak the CV slightly when applying for different roles. Your work experience gives you a great opportunity to demonstrate your ability to apply your skills in the workplace and prove the impact you make. Your work experience should be leased in reverse chronological order that lasts to oldest with plenty of details in recent role and less detail in older roles. The reason for this is that employers are more interested in your recent work as it gives a better reflection of your current capabilities. If you don't have any direct paid work experience, you can also add voluntary roles, school or university work placement, part-time jobs or any example where you have work to support a company or organization. When writing role descriptions within your CV, you need to ensure that you make it easy for requirers to read them and process the information you are trying to get across. This simple but effective structure is the great way to do that. Had its role with the dates you are employed, the name of the employer, and your role title. Follow with an introductory lines that describe who the employer is, where you sit within the organization, and what the overall goal of the role is. This builds context for readers. Then, list your responsibility in short of concise bullet points. Try to showcase your full skill set and demonstrate how your action impact the employer. Most importantly, try to round your roles off with impressive achievements that have made big positive impact for your employer, and try to quantify this achievement with facts and figures where you can try to truly show how valuable you can be. Good examples of achievement include saving costs, generating revenue, saving time, improving processes, hitting targets, and helping customers. Although, there should be mention of any important qualification in your profile. Your full education section should be placed near the bottom of your CV. It should simply be a list of all the relevant qualifications you have along with the dates obtained. If you are an experienced candidate, you can keep the detail light here. If you are a junior candidate, then it will be worth going into some more depth. Hobbies and interests are an optional section, and it's entirely up to you whether you include them or not. You should only include them if you feel they will have a positive effect on your application. Common interests such as eating out or watching movie probably won't make a big impression on anybody, so leave them out. However, if you have interests that are related to your target roles, then it will be beneficial to include them. For example, you may be applying for writing positions and you run your blog. 
This will give you a chance to showcase more relevant skills and experience. It can also help to include impressive achievements such as running a marathon or raising money for charity. These types of achievements can show that you are driven and help you to stand out, especially if you have limited experience. That brings us to the end of this podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Hopefully, you found it helpful and this podcast will help you when you want to apply for a job. Don't forget to follow and show a lot of love on Miss M Podcast because there are so many hosts in there that will give you more tips about English in business. Anyways, have a great day. Wear a mask, wash your hands, stay healthy, stay safe. I'm Chasaliza, signing out. Bye-bye.